All right, welcome back to the Hunting Roots Podcast brought to you by OnX. I'm Brody Swisher, and we're looking forward to jumping into a pretty fun episode this week. We are taking it back to Blue Bank Resort, Real Foot Lake, and the crew there. We had a great weekend. We're going to be recapping a little recap of the youth hunt and veteran hunt that's been going on the last two weekends. We're jumping in the blind with some cool kids, super cool veterans that have served our country. And it was a great time. So this is one uh, that I think you'll find a little interesting if we put the kids on the hot seat, giving them the tough questions. And the answers are somewhat entertaining, I'll be honest. And uh, starting with my kid and several others. You never know when you put a kid in the hot seat, when you start throwing the questions at them, how they're going to respond, what they've got to say. But you're going to hear how it goes down And when we get these guys in here. In the duck blind, uh, again with the crew, Caleb Dunn was the guide on this one here. Uh, again, the crew at Blue Bank Resorts always really good to us and uh, always enjoy hanging out with them. I've been going over there the last several years with my kids, and uh, we do this youth hunt. It's just a great, great weekend and a good time to catch up, kill some ducks, tell stories, uh, and just really making memories. And so that's what we had the opportunity to do. Again, here in Tennessee now, the situation at hand is that they do two weekends for the youth and veteran combinations, kind of a hybrid weekend. They do a youth hunt on one Saturday uh, for all the kids' ages, I guess, 6 to 16. And then the following, uh, the, excuse me, the next day, Sunday, is a hunt for the veterans. So they've got a youth and veterans one weekend. They give it a break. The next weekend, same deal. Saturday's for the youth, Sunday's for the veterans. And uh, it's just a great way to get the kids started hunting, uh, a great way to give back to the veterans that have served our country and just have a special, unique hunt for them. They're well-deserving, and so it's been a lot of fun. Caleb Dunn has uh, had a big heart for both of those groups these last few years as this has come into play, and, and uh, he's always looking for the opportunities to serve those two, and he does it as well as anybody, so I really appreciate Caleb. Uh, his kids are in the mix, my kids, and then a handful of other kids from across West Tennessee jumped in the line, and as you know, or if you don't know, the, the youth hunt can be one of the absolute best hunts of the year. Again, this is a, a weekend or two that comes after the season has been closed for a week, and so uh, those ducks have had the opportunity to hang out, to relax, chill, get in there, fill the place back up, and, and get back in the groove and be a non, uh, unpressured for a week. And so uh, it can be one of the best, absolute best beatdowns of the year when it comes to ducks. Last year we had one of those. The youth as well as the veterans both got on two killer weekends last year. Uh, this year, the weather had warmed up. It was a little bit different situation. Uh, so we weren't as optimistic going into this deal, uh, but there was still plenty of shooting for the kiddos. And, uh, again, if you've ever been on one of those hunts with the kids, you know there's always uh, a lot more shooting than there is killing. They do a lot of shooting, uh, but also a lot of missing, and uh, that tends to be the norm. Uh, but, man, uh, just a good time, a fun time. Again, building memories um, that will last a lifetime, and that's always the case. And, so we're going to get these kids in here, again, put them in the hot seat, ask them a, a round of questions here, how some of them got started, what they love, what they're passionate about, what they uh, like about duck hunting, what they like about their experience here in the duck blind on Real Foot Lake. And then we've also got a story, one of our veterans uh, jumping the gun, and we're going to get uh, this guy on. He's, uh, he's it's, it's just uh, one of those situations. It happens uh, all the time somebody jumps the gun and if you don't know what that means that means the person comes up before the shot has been called by the guide it's a big no-no in the world of duck hunting you don't 
jump up to shoot until the guide calls a shot, or at least somebody in charge calls a shot. And uh, this old boy got excited, as we've all done. We've all probably done that. We've all been there before where the excitement got to us, and uh, maybe we didn't hear the shot called, or maybe we thought we heard the shot called. And you jump up, and you shoot, and you look around, and you're the only one shooting. Nobody called the shot. The ducks weren't ready yet. They were making one last pass. Uh, the geese, ducks, whatever it is, they were still making the rounds. And you jumped up prematurely and started banging away. And, man, I'm telling you, it's it's a sick feeling. This old boy got to experience that, and, and we'll have him on the line. Justin Moody uh, is going to share his story about jumping the gun, calling the shot on his own, and uh, he got the grief that comes with that. But he did manage to bust a speckle belly. And so we're going to have him share about that. So let's get these guys on and hear how things went down at Real Foot for the youth and veterans hunt. All right, we're back in the blind at Real Foot with the crew at Blue Bank Resort. Caleb Dunn's out on the front deck, and you're going to hear some duck calling going on and probably some commotion back here. We're in the kitchen area. I've got Colin Whitehead with me, and then Remington, what's your last name? Lowe. Remington Lowe from the Henry County area. These are two of the many shooters in here. We're wrapping up duck season. The waterfowl season's coming to an end this weekend. We're wrapping it up with this youth hunt. Uh, right here with the crew on Real Foot Lake. If you've never been to Real Foot Lake, you need to come check it out. That's why I love seeing these kids out here getting a chance to enjoy what it's all about, see what it's all about, and just such a unique experience. Colin, I know you've been over here a number of times. Remington, have you hunted this area yeah. before, both of you? Mm-hmm. Who have you all hunted with in the past besides this right here? Anybody? Uh, I used to hunt with Kenneth, Dr- Kenneth Driver before he passed. Yep. I used to uh-huh. hunt with John Flowers. Okay. Point blind. Yep. Very cool. Well, Tell me about your first duck hunt. We're going to get you a chance to just kind of talk through your first. The hunting roots concept is, is just that. We want to get everybody to share about the roots, how you got started. So tell me about your first duck hunt that you remember. Where was that? When did it go down? How old were you? All the skinny on that. Colin, go ahead. My, my first duck hunt was down in the Big Sandy Bottoms. Uh, I was eight years old. Yep. And it was a pretty pretty slow day, but had a single Drake Mallard come in about 20 yards. and. Yep. Now he's sitting on the wall. Sitting on the wall. That's awesome, man. Did you pop him on the water, shoot him out of the air? Popped him on the water. Heck yeah, man. That's how a lot of folks start. There was a boy out here last week that uh, popped his first one on the ice. Came down there and lit on the ice. and So, cool deal. So, Drake Mallard on the wall now. And again, you were how old? Eight years old. Eight years old. And that changed your life forever, didn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. Well, you're a great caller and off to great start. How old are you, you say? I'm 14 now. 14. My gosh, man. Time is flying by. Remington, what about you, man? When did you get started duck hunting? Well, the first time I remember, I was at Real Foot. Yep. And, um, it, it was a slow day. It was cold. And there was a beaver going through the water, and he, he was making the decoy. I thought it was funny. Yeah. That day we killed one speck, and it, it was it was pretty awesome. Where was that at, you say? Uh, Real Foot, Point Blind. Point Blind on Real Foot. How would you compare your first hunts back when you guys first got started to what to the way it is now? Uh, you said that's been six years ago for you and a long time for Remington. Has duck hunting for you guys gotten better or worse over the years, you think? Better. Uh, better? I think better, really. Yep. I mean, ducks have stayed about the same, but just the fact getting to go different places yep. and just see different places is what's made it better. It's just the memories that make it the best. Yeah, I got you. Good stuff. Fun stuff right here on Real Foot and – you guys have felt the heat this morning. They get this this kitchen area backside of the blind. It's a whole kitchen area, warmed up, cooking food, and it just everybody was in their t-shirts this morning. Colin, I know you got down your t-shirt. You were smoked out, just warmed up. 
everybody's looking to get up on the front deck and cool off a little bit. But uh, very comfortable atmosphere here, so a lot of fun and some great memories. So we're glad you guys are here. I want to give you some rapid-fire questions. Um, I don't really have a name for this game, but it's just, just pretty much that. It's going to be rapid-fire. I'm going to ask you about all nine or ten questions in as quick as we can go, and you got to answer quick answer what you think okay so colin we'll start with you rapid fire would you rather hunt okay this is the question would you rather hunt deer or ducks probably duck or deer probably deer oh i'm a deer hunter you're the big deer hunter okay i would say i always thought you were a duck man through and through i like and you I, are. I like duck hunting but deer hunting's really grown on me in the past two years yeah why is it what about deer that you like so much i think it's just going out and being in the woods and just being able to enjoy it, watching yeah. nature wake up. And you do it in the duck blind, but it's just different out there. It's a different, different atmosphere. Deal. One of the big things I like about deer is the fact you get some, you, you can eat that sucker so good. You obviously can eat ducks too, uh, but when you kill a deer, man, you got some eating on for, you got some good eats for a little while. And uh, I think you get more of an adrenaline rush when you kill a deer too than you do a duck. Yep, yep. There's a different experience, man. I, I'm, a, I'm a guy that's whatever season's going on, that's, Usually my favorite. I love duck hunting too, but I'm with you on the deer. I like to deer and deer hunt as well. All right, here's another one: turkey or ducks? Turkey. He's going with turkeys. I got you. All right. Man. Like I said, I like the duck hunting, but just the turkey. I like the stalking. Yeah, man. It's a game. It's a game. It's a pursuit. All right. Favorite place to duck hunt? Probably Arkansas, Blysville, Arkansas. Blysville, Arkansas. You guys got in a lease over there this year, didn't you? Yes, sir. Very cool. All right. Best duck caller you know. Probably have to give it to either Farva or my father. Farva or my father, all right. Your father, I should say. <laughs> all right. Who's most likely to pick up better-looking chicks, Farva or your father? Who's Probably my father. Your father's going to yep. get the babes, all right, all right. Yep. Very good, <laughs> very cool. <laughs> Who's going to win the Super Bowl? I think I think the, uh, the Bengals are. All right, yeah. going Cincinnati. Oh, favorite duck to shoot. Between a Woody and a Mallard. All right. Wood ducks, you're in luck. There's a booming supply of those, it seems like. All right. Honey bun or oatmeal cream pie? Honey bun all the way on the grill. Uh, Honey bun on the grill. You've been grilling honey buns this morning. Ain't nothing like a grilled sticky bun in the duck line. You've been cooking them up good this morning. So, would you rather kiss a duck or kiss a girl? Probably kiss a girl. There you go. Good answer. And then what kind of gun are you shooting? Uh, today I'm shooting a Remington 870. Remington 870, hard to beat. That's a workhorse. Or or a, a Remington SP10 10 gauge. Very cool, very cool. What's your favorite thing about hunting in this place with the crew at Blue Bank? What's what's that all about for you? What's your favorite the stuff? The fellowship. Fellowship, good people, yep. Very cool. All right, Remington, same questions for you. Rapid fire, deer, ducks. What are you going to hunt? Ducks. Ducks. Turkey or ducks? Turks. Turkey all the way. Okay, I thought you said tucks. Turks. Turk. He's going turkey all the way. I like this guy. I like him. Favorite place to hunt ducks? Mm, Arkansas. Best duck caller you know? Mm, I'll just say my dad on that one. All right, good answers. Oh, going dad. Hooper, Super Bowl champion, who's winning? Bengals. All right. Favorite duck to shoot? Mm, pintail. Pintail. I like it. Honey bun or oatmeal cream pie? Honey bun. Man, y'all are killing me. Little Debbie, come on. Little Debbie, oatmeal cream pie, where you at? All right, would you rather kiss a duck or kiss a girl? I know what he's saying. Girl. Yeah, he's going to kiss a girl every time. What kind of gun you shooting this go-round? Uh, Remington 1187. 1187 from Remington. 
And what do you think about on old Blue Bank Resort, the duck hunting here? Is this your first time with these guys? Mm-hmm. What are you thinking so uh, far? So far, the people are nice. They're um, just all around great guys. Yep. Good crew of folks. Yep. Good times. It's always tough late season. Uh, you know, you never know what you're going to get late season hunting, and, and that's what we had. It can be feast or famine at this time. we got a lot of educated ducks. And so- Sounds like they're laying into them. Man, this is what happens. Every time we come back here and try to record, they go banging <laughs> on the front deck. So, yeah, yeah. All right, guys, good talk with you all. I'll let you all get back up there and see what's up. We'll get some other guys in here. But appreciate you. It's always good to have you guys in the blind and hang out with you. Good to meet you, Remington Collin. You too. Always good to see you back, man. Look forward to Hanging out. Let's go chase some turkeys this spring. Yes, sir. Thank you, fellas. See you. See you. All right, we got two more in the hot seat. We picked up a couple young ladies this time. We've got Caselyn and Alaska. Such a cool name for both of you ladies. Thank you. Caselyn is uh, Caleb Dunn's daughter, one of two knuckleheads he's got in the blind here. (laughs) Caselyn, what do you like about coming to the duck blind? What's what's with coming to the duck blind? I mean, you love coming out here, I know. What's so fun about it to you? Well, I kind of like spending time with my dad and mainly watching TV and eating the snacks. Snacks and TV. So now, you could watch TV at the house and you could eat snacks at the house, but <laughs> everything's better in the duck blind, right? Yep. <laughs> yes. So it's it's so much more fun coming here, and that's what's cool about this blind. I mean, they do. They got a satellite TV. They got a satellite on the back of this thing. TV in here in the kitchen area, and so. You guys have been watching some cartoons. If they don't have room for you up on the front deck, you come back here and watch some cartoons, hang out. You got these knucklehead boys you have to deal with. But yep. Snacks. Hard. Snacks. What's your favorite snacks? Well, I like the fudge on seal and the, I think those zebra cakes. Zebra cakes. There you go. Now we're talking. Zebra cakes are good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. Your dad can make a pretty mean breakfast, doesn't he? He does a good job cooking. So. This morning he made a biscuit. A breakfast biscuit. Breakfast biscuit had what all did it have on it? Well, I had mine with eggs and bacon. Bacon and eggs. Mine had bacon, sausage, and egg, and uh, it was killer on a biscuit. And so Caleb Dunn does a fine job uh, on the kitchen duties, cooking. He's a heck of a cook. I don't know if he does the cooking at home or not. I know his. He does his wa- do cooking at home. Does he do some? Well, sometimes his wife cooks good too because she sent yeah. some stuff out here and she's made some killer meals and desserts and good stuff from the house as well. So she's a lot of good cooking in that house. Alaska, what about you? Have you been duck hunting before? Or is this your first go round? Uh, I've been four or five times. Four or five times. Have you ever been to Real Foot Lake right here? Yeah. Yeah. This is where I come. This is where you always come. Very good. Have you ever killed a duck? No. No? You just kind of help out with everything. What's your favorite part about hanging out here in the blind at Blue Bank? Getting to see the sunrise and seeing all the ducks fly by. Heck, yeah. It's fun stuff. Good <laughs> stuff, isn't it? What's your favorite snack in this kitchen area? Probably the fudge rounds. Fudge rounds? Man, y'all are wearing And the a, honey buns. Well, I'm looking up at the cabinet. There's some fudge <laughs> rounds left. That's about it. <laughs> and that thing was full of snacks up there this morning, and I'm going to yeah, have to post a picture some, later. But y'all wore the boxes of snacks out. and so We got some boys in here that ate all of it. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Like a friend, he made uh, honey buns on the stove. They were good. Yeah, we were talking about that. Honey buns on the grill. Uh, it's nothing like a little grilled honey bun. That's always good. What about, which, which one of you guys think your dad's a better duck caller? Tyler or Caleb? 
Caleb. 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 Really? Alaska, you admit your dad's not the best duck caller. Caleb's better. Dad really shoots. He doesn't really like to call. He does the shooting. (laughs) And her dad does the calling. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, my dad shoots sometimes. He says, get him, get him, whenever they have a chance. They both do it, but my dad doesn't really call that good. My dad mainly does this stuff. Your dad does all the stuff. Workhorse. Your dad's your dad Caleb Dunn. Your dad Caseland is is quite a shot too. He's a punisher. He sometimes you'll see him over on the end. Everybody in the blind will miss, and then you see that duck flying out the other side of the blind right before Caleb gets past Caleb, and and he's he's a punisher. Right before that duck leaves and gets away, you see Caleb Dunn pull that gun out and he'll pop that sucker a goodie, and uh, call him the punisher down that far end. Nothing gets out of the hole if Caleb's pulling that shotgun up. So, all right, let me ask y'all a question. I asked these boys several questions. I'm gonna ask some of y'all. Would you rather kiss – this is Caseland. Would you rather kiss a duck or kiss a boy? Boy. You're too young to be kissing boys, girl. I'm just You're, that's a, you're supposed to say ducks on that well, well, I have my own boyfriend right now. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. No, no, not allowed. No boyfriends yep. for you. Yep, my I, mom lets me. How old are you? Nine. Nine, nine. No, I'm nine and a half. I'm about to be ten on the 22nd. No boyfriends till you're 16. Uh-uh. All right. Deal? Shake on that. Shake. No. Shake. You, yeah, no, you no, you no, shake. You tell your mama you, you're breaking up with your boyfriend. No, right. I'm not doing that. All right. Alaska, kiss a boy or kiss a duck? Boy. <laughs> I've already kissed a boy. Whoa. <laughs> no, no. Not not happening. Was and it, he's was in it, the room. Was it Case? Yes. Oh, my God. Case, <laughs> Case is over here covering up his face. You better cover your face, Case. <laughs> they used to date, but then they broke up. Because they both kind of cheated on each other. No, y'all are too young for all that stuff. <laughs> Good gracious. Case, you will have to be on here next and talk about kissing a, gr- kissing a girl, kissing a duck. We know the answer for you, boy. Good gracious. All right. You've already talked about fudge rounds being your favorite snack. I like cosmic bunnies also. Cosmic that's mainly bunnies. the only. That's mainly yeah. the thing I eat. They're here. really good. And they I are. drink the Dr. Peppers and the Coca Colas. I like me some Dr. Pepper. Well, ladies, it's always good hanging out with y'all. I'm glad y'all were here today. And uh, again, we're gonna let you get back to snacks and hanging out in the <laughs> kitchen area. Remember, no more boys till 16. Deal. Nope. Thank nope. you. No nope. deal. See nope. you, ladies. No deal. All right, we got Casey and Remy in here now. How you doing, boys? Good. Good. How old are you? Nine. I'm, I'm nine. You're both nine. Nine and feeling fine in the duck blind. Listen, we just had those crazy girls on there. And, uh, <laughs> Case, you were kind of thrown in the hot seat, dude. Oh, my I'm God. A, I'm going to be honest with you, man. This is Case, and uh, this is Caleb Dunn, the, the guide over here for the day. This is Caleb Dunn's son, Case. Now, his sister, Caselyn, was just on here in Alaska, who apparently was is the crazy ex-girlfriend of Case. And uh, we asked the question of whether she'd rather kiss a duck or kiss a boy, and she said, I'd rather kiss a boy. And I've already kissed a boy, and he's in this room right now, and it was Case. My gosh, Case, tell me about, don't tell me about that. What are you doing kissing girls this young in your life, son? What in the world? You got nothing to say. He's just over here wishing he could eat a fudge around right now. All right, take your hands off that. Yeah, don't touch the microphone because it makes all kind of racket. But Case, why do you like coming out here hanging out in the duck line? What's good about it? It's good, like, it's entertaining. You can eat food all the time. Yeah. I hear you, man. That's it's my good. thing, too, just eating nonstop. That's how you get big like me. You just eat snacks, Twinkies, oatmeal cream pies. What other things y'all had in here this morning? You got Mountain Dew, chocolate milk, ice cold Coke, Dr. Pepper's over there. Some spread in the floor. There was, like, all kind of – y'all had all kind of cupcakes and all kind of stuff, man. All right. Remy, what do you like about the duck blind? What's your favorite thing about coming out here to Blue Bank? 
shooting ducks, eating snacks, and petting the dog and stuff. Shooting ducks, eating snacks, petting the dog. My man. It's my boy, Remy, Rimbo. He's uh, my little nine-year-old. And so sometimes I ask the question, who's the best duck caller you know? Case, who's the best duck caller you know? I probably know. I mean, it's between my dad and Mr. Billy. Mr. Billy can, like, do with his hands. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. My dad, my dad, um, made second place in the best calling. Yeah. So I just, just between those two. Mr. Billy I Blakely think, and Caleb Dunn, those are the two best duck callers you know. Hey, that's a pretty good. I, I'm I'm right there with you. Those are two of the best duck callers I know. Uh, as far as that goes, who who do you think's a bigger stud, your dad or Billy Blakely? My dad. Who would win in arm wrestling, your dad or Billy Blakely? Billy. Billy? Billy. Ooh. Billy. Who do you think could, Who do you think the ladies think is better looking, Billy Blakely or Caleb Dunn? My dad. My dad. Caleb Dunn's better looking than Billy Blakely? All right. <laughs> Rimbo, what about you? Who's the best duck caller you know? Um, Caleb Dunn. Caleb Dunn? You're supposed to say my dad. Why would you not just say my dad? Uh, you don't really duck call that much. You just oh, do it with your busted. voice. Just do it with my voice. Yeah. He, he's, you know, you going to walk home, boy. <laughs> Who do you think went arm wrestling, Caleb Dunn or Brody Swisher? Caleb Dunn. He's a big old boy, isn't he? I think he whooped me, too. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would definitely. <laughs> yep. Remy, what all snacks have you eaten in here this morning? Probably an oatmeal cream pie. Everything. Just everything. Probably everything, yeah. 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 He's probably right. Remy, would you rather kiss a girl or kiss a duck? Oh, God. Girl. Girl? You yes. hadn't kissed any of these girls in here this morning, no. have you? Okay. No. Okay. I was going to make sure. I would not. No. I was going to make sure. not. I was going to make sure. You don't kiss anybody until you're married. Is that right? Yep. You got it. Okay. Good. Even though she has. Easy. All right. Remy, honey bun or oatmeal cream pie? Which one? Oatmeal cream pie. Favorite duck to shoot? Mallard. Mallard. Oh, favorite place to hunt ducks? Blue blank. Blue bank. Blue blank. That's right. I like it. Turkey hunting or duck hunting? What's your favorite? Definitely duck hunting. Duck hunting. Deer hunting or duck hunting? What's your favorite? Deer. Ooh, he likes to eat them deer as well. What's your favorite kind of gun to shoot, Rimbo? 20 gauge. 20 gauge. Smack-a-lacka. Very cool. Case. Have you been deer hunting yet, Case? No, I'm I'm supposed to go um somewhere this some someday this year. You're gonna get it on the next go round. Yeah. I got you. Very good, gentlemen. Always good talking with y'all. Love the fact that you were here on the Youth Duck Hunt. Glad to have y'all this morning. We're gonna move on to the next round with another group of folks. Y'all be good. Quit eating them snacks. Stay away from the girls. Okay. See ya. So we've got Justin Moody with us. One of our veterans this past weekend on the hunt. At Real Foot, we had a time in the blind. It's been a fun shoot. Uh, again, just getting to meet some new folks. We had the youth uh, previously, and then you guys coming in. and uh, it, It's just fun, man. Kids of all ages, us big kids and little guys. And we had several first-timers uh, to the world of duck hunting in the blind. And then some of you guys have been doing it for years. And so just a cool mix. But one of the crazy stories uh, of the day, and I think the – Probably the highlight, and then also the the the, the low uh, for you personally, just the way you had to probably feel, was the dead gum speckle belly. We're calling it the speckle belly incident, oh, and uh, yeah. dude, I felt so bad for you. But I mean, because I've been there, and I know uh, 
you always feel worse than you you really need to because everybody you feel like everybody's hating on you, but they're not. And even those that maybe talk like they are, they're really not. But uh, you know, the deal is, folks. Here, here here's how it went down: is these uh, we're duck hunting primarily, and that's pretty much what's in the mix. But there's tons of geese, a lot of snow geese flying, and every once in a while, some specks will come through. And did you see it first, or who? I don't know who it was. Uh, man. I... It, it all happened so quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, from, from from the very beginning, uh, you know, it's like all of the geese off the refuge. They they picked up and they started flying. Yeah. And uh, Caleb on the far left of the blind, he he picked up his spec call and he started calling it at a big group of specs. Yeah. And I and I never saw him uh, at first, and then uh, I looked up and I seen a bunch of specs just you know kind of circling. Yep. And, uh, I, uh, I, I'd been trying to kill a speck all year in Missouri yeah. and, uh, just had, had horrible luck. But anyway, um, I just kind of, I kind of bend over, you know, and look down at my feet, uh, not putting my face up in the air. And, uh, the whole time I'm just saying, come on, Caleb, come on, Caleb, yeah. you know, yeah. sing, sing that music to him, get him down here. And, yeah. uh, I, I don't know what, like. I thought I heard something come from my right, which there was only, you know, two or three people down on my right side. And, and at that time I look up and there's just three specks. I don't know, Brody, probably 10 feet away from mm, me. They were on us. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I thought I heard somebody to my right say something. And in my head, I'm thinking we need to shoot them. Yeah. And then uh, the the person to my my left, Abraham, he grabs his gun from his right side to move to his left side. Yeah. And when he grabs his gun and picks it up, I'm just I I don't know. I that was a green light put together. Yeah. He picked up his gun. <laughs> I thought it was go time. Yeah. And and I shot and I shot very premature. And <laughs> in the moment, I was so excited because yeah. I thought I thought everything was was good to go, you know, and yeah. I thought somebody called the shot. I put my bead right, you know, right at his head, pulled the trigger, and I, and I was ecstatic. I got my first oh, yeah. speckled belly, and yeah. I was hooping and hollering, and, and at the time, I apologized because I was being so loud, and I got carried away, and then and then I realized what, what I'd actually done, and, and man, I felt, <laughs> I felt awful. I felt knee-high to a grasshopper. I really... I really wanted to put my gun back in its case, and I, I just wanted to go back in the back and oh, crawl in a ball and cry, man. Was, I know you felt bad, yeah, man. It was, I know you did, because it was your, you know, it was just very sincere, you know, from you and and uh, like I said, you know, it's it's always tough because you know anybody that's in that blind that's ever done that before was probably just sitting there. I know we we're all just sitting there like, oh crap, I've done that before, and I. At, at, we just were all remembering that time we'd done that and, and how we felt about it and the butt chewing that we were fixing to get or whatever. And, um, and of course, obviously the whole situation, you know, Caleb later said, you know, that he, he, he wasn't even watching him. So that's what I think made it, you know, better uh, for that other end. Your end of the blind was the fact that we were watching these three that, like you said, man, they did it perfectly. They split off from the big bunch. And just to back up, I mean, the – Again, Caleb got on this. Caleb's the, the was the guide of the day, and and uh, these specks start coming up, and they're lower. Most of the geese flying over are flying over way high. Nobody messes with them. They just keep cruising. 
But these specs were low, and, man, Caleb got on that spec call, and he was just singing the song, and, man, they started breaking up, started piling out. Next thing you know, you look up, I mean, he was talking – uh, I don't know what he's saying to him, but man, he was talking some sweet stuff, and all of a sudden they didn't beat a wing, and they just look up there, and you, you see all of them just locked up and just falling out over that hole, and we're all thinking, dang, it's fixing to happen, man. And so they start working, and he's kind of staying on them, talking the sweet stuff, and but then those three pitched up, and they they broke off, and they went over to that corner, kind of front right side of us, kind of weird, flying out, you know, weren't even over the water at that point. Looked like they were fixing going in the brush back there, and they fell out over that, and then they swing, swung back around to us. And uh, like I said, Caleb was watching the big bunch elsewhere. He didn't see these three, and so when the three came, I know our end of the line, we were all just like, all right, we need to shoot these things. What, what's the deal? And, uh, and of course, you did. You jumped up and shot. And like you said, Abe had had moved his gun. He grabbed his gun and moved it to the other, other hand, and, and that was the green light for you. And it was just like, I guess, in football when somebody flinches on the line and then you get a false start and you jump and you see that your buddy flinch next to you and, and that's all you need and you go. And uh, that, that's the equivalent of what happened there. But, man, you made a heck of a shot, dumped him. He never uh, never flinched, hit, hit the ground and hit the water. And uh, it was a cool deal. Made for a great video. And I, I've i got that. I need to send it to you. I post it on Instagram. Any of our folks following can, can see it on Instagram at – uh, my page of the hunting roots page and uh, account and a great little video of these these specs coming in and, and and getting shot right there so check that on on instagram and uh but just a, a beautiful situation but man again i know and have been there before where i jumped up and i didn't think nothing of it i remember doing it as a little kid early on the first time when i didn't know anything about calling a shot i didn't know about you wait for the guy i just thought hey there's a shot right there jump up and shoot it you know shoot it when you can and uh, and you know, right. you'd have those different, and you know that of course too. And you just, like I said, it wasn't like you didn't know that you just, uh, had everything work against you and, and the false starts and, you know, you were in the zone <laughs> and I think that's a big thing too. A lot of us, man, we get in that mindset and, and I don't care if it's deer hunting, turkey hunting or duck hunting, you get in kill mode where you, in your mind, you, you, you're ready, you know, and you, that switch flips and you're, you're fixing to kill something. And when the switch flips and you're like, hey, it's time to kill this thing, uh, you're not thinking anything else other than that at that time. And so it's easy to do, man. Uh, again, I I felt bad for you because I knew, uh, you know, you were feeling you were feeling awful, uh, you know, and it, and it which wasn't necessary because I know, like I said, as much as uh, the guys were hollering about it and stuff, they didn't realize that we had three three geese right in our lap. They were seeing this big bunch that wasn't even close, and, and uh, so that's what they were – you know, I know that's what all the, the confusion was. Who the heck's shooting at birds so high and so far off? Uh, and they had no idea that we had three right there in our face, man. It was it was cool. It was cool. But uh, it, it, was, it, was, it was very nice. I just – you know, it's – you duck hunt for so long, and you, you always – always live by calling the shot and yeah and i think you said it perfect you know the the quote unquote false start yeah you know when like you said you know he grabbed that gun and it's just i don't know reaction i guess but yeah you know i i do want to apologize to everybody else that was in that blind it was it was a big mistake but no man no it's all good no need to learn from it no no need to apologize for it it was it was cool and I think that I think they said it best. You know, I know several guys I heard say it. You know, on your end down there, like, well, at least you killed it. You know, it would have been <laughs> really, really bad if you'd jumped up and shot and nothing. And I've seen that happen so many times. And that's 
that's when you really got to kick yourself. You know, at least you had a had a spec to take home. Got your first speckle belly, so that's cool. Are you gonna get it mounted? Do you ever figure that out? Man, uh, I mean, it's not the it's not the prettiest spec in the world. Sure. I, I think I am gonna get it mounted just because of the memory and. Uh, sure. I don't know. Uh, I was gonna call it the premature bird, but. I th- I'm, I'm liking the false start bird now. There so. you go. False start, speckle belly, man. Well, Justin, it was good to meet you then. I appreciate all you do to serve country and, and uh, what you've done. And uh, God bless you big time, man. Be safe out there. We'll catch up again real soon. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. All right, guys. That's it this week. Thank you so much for hanging out with us for another episode of the Hunting Roots Podcast. It always means a bunch for us to know that you're along for the journey as we share our story each week. Hey, if you would, take the time to go to the huntingroots.com website, see what's happening, what's coming up, what's new, what's next. Uh, you can also see more information about our Hunting Roots turkey camps there. It's a youth turkey camp, and I just want to encourage you, if you would, to take that link to the camps and pass it along to someone this week that you know in Mississippi or here in Tennessee that might be a good fit to come and be a part of those camps. We've got a camp for ages 10 to 15 boys, age 10 to 15 in Mississippi, And then here in Tennessee, boys and girls, age 10 to 15. And so it's going to be an awesome time. We're looking forward to that. Those camps are coming up just right around the corner, two weeks away, two and a half weeks away from the uh, Mississippi camp. And then the following weekend, we'll be here in Tennessee. It's going to be an awesome time. Everything and all things turkey hunting. Getting ready for the youth turkey seasons here in Tennessee. That's a preseason teach and train event. It's going to be a big, big time. One of the big things we're excited about with these camps is the fact that we've partnered with OnX, and each student coming to camp will receive an OnX membership for the year. They will load that to their phone or a parent's phone and have all the benefits of having OnX right there in the palm of their hand. Uh, we'll have sessions going on during camp teaching these kids how to use OnX, how to use it for scouting, dropping pins, telling folks where they are, letting other folks tell them where to get on a bird, they're going to learn all the benefits of Onyx, having that in their phone, having the advantage that Onyx delivers. Our kids at camp are going to get that, so we're real excited about that. We can't thank Onyx enough for the partnership efforts and for the podcast here as well as our camp program. So be sure to check it out again. Spread the word on camps. We look forward to seeing you right back here next week. Shoot straight. God bless. Mm-hmm.